Now on Netflix. Inspired by the unbelievable true story of a fake hitman comes the new movie, Hitman, from Academy Award nominee Richard Linklater. At 96% certified fresh on Rotten Tomatoes, critics are calling Hitman a smart, sexy crime thriller with surprises at every turn. Starring Glenn Powell and Adria Arjona, Hitman. Now playing on Netflix and in select theaters. Rated R. Your brain needs support. And new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus. Stay chill or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Hometown Ghost Stories contains serious and often distressing events and is not intended for all audiences. Listener discretion is advised. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome into Hometown Ghost Stories Cursed Possessions. Let's talk about one of the most deadly cursed possessions we have ever talked about on this show. Many rank it as the most deadly cursed item in the world. And with a track record of wiping out entire families, it's hard to not rank this as one of the most cursed possessions on the planet. What is that item, you might ask? Some call it the Goddess of Death, others call it the Women from Lem. is full of mysteries and legends, many of which revolve around ancient artifacts and sculptures that have captured the human imagination for centuries. One of these items is the Lem statue. It's called the Women from Lem, and some call it the Goddess of Death. So the item is a small statue, looks kind of unassuming, it's made completely out of limestone, and it was unearthed back in 1878 on the island of Cyprus. While its origins remain shrouded in mystery, the statue is often associated with a curse. What we know about it is it affects those who own it, and it could also affect those who touch it or interact with it. So as I said, the statue is made completely out of limestone. It's about 14 and a half centimeters tall, and it was discovered in the ancient city of Lem near modern-day Nicosia, Cyprus. It dates back to the Chalcolithic period, around 3500 to 3000 BC, making it one of the oldest known human figurines. Its small size and unique features have led archaeologists to speculate about its significance and purpose. So the curse that's associated with this small statue began to circulate shortly after its discovery. The first owner was Lord Elfont. Within six years, all seven members of his family dropped dead. The cause of death, we don't know, 
but multiple sources say it was under mysterious circumstances. The next owner was Ivor Minucci, and he had a similar experience. Within four years, him and his entire family were dead. And then, Lord Thompson Noel's family were the third to bring it into their home, and they all perished again within four years. For a while after that, the statue completely vanished. We have no idea where it went until it ended up in the hands of Sir Alan Biverbrook. He died, his wife died, and two of his daughters also died. However, there were two sons that were still alive. They saw what was happening around them, apparently they knew about the history of this statue, and they decided it was time to get rid of this cursed possession. They would end up donating it to the Royal Scottish Museum in Edinburgh, Scotland, but the statue was not done yet. The museum curator who handled the statue died within a year. And so now it sits at the Royal Scottish Museum in Edinburgh, where the goddess of death is safe behind glass, or perhaps we are safe from it. So stick around as Rob, Dave, and myself discuss this cursed possession, the deadly history of the goddess of death, and whether or not we think this is a real cursed possession. I'm Jesse Wilkins, and this is Hometown Ghost Stories. What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to Hometown Ghost Stories, Cursed Possessions. I'm Jesse Wilkins. I'm joined by Rob Coakley. Hello, Rob. I'm sitting here and I'm wondering if a curse for death or a curse for fertility is worse. And that's why you have no family. We're also joined by Dave. Hello, Dave. <laughs> What's going on? Death is worse. Uh, eh, eh, I think that's debatable. Some people have some pretty shitty kids. I will say that. You could say that. I like my kids, though. I like your kids too. Thanks. Yeah. Glad we settled that. We were all wondering. <laughs> Does Uncle Dave? We've been wondering you? for eight years. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so uh, welcome in, folks. This is Cursed Possessions. We haven't done one of these in a little bit. It's been a little while since we've done a Cursed Possession, but these ones are episodes in which we talk about items that are cursed. Shocking. Yeah or possessions that are a curse. And we've covered a lot of good ones on this show. We've we got the Busby chair. We got King Tut. We had uh, a whole bunch of good ones. This one is one of the more deadly ones. I don't know if it would technically numbers wise be the most deadly one because you had the Busby chair, which killed God knows how many people, probably zero, but could be a whole <laughs> lot. We had, <laughs> we had King Tut's uh, curse. That was a good one. That one killed a whole bunch. What were some of the more deadly ones that we've had on this show? We had a, a dresser, I think was the most recent one that we've done. And it was the dresser that was carved by the guy. He ordered a slave to carve it. And then he hated it so much that he beat the slave to death. And and then it killed a whole bunch of people after the fact, well, I guess including a lot of members of, of that guy's family. What, what a piece of shit he was, because that, was that thing was so nice, too. It was beautiful. He did a great job. The best part of that whole story, though, was still the way to rid the curse where you had to have like an unsuspecting stranger bring you an owl 
Oh, oh that's God, right. Yeah. It was also <laughs> just stupid. Like, I don't know how they came to the conclusion that it's only if you put your clothes in the dresser do you die. Wasn't that the one? That's yeah. the same one, right? Yeah. Same one. Just seems like yeah. a silly way for a curse to work. But hey, you know, these curses, they all work in mysterious ways. And one of those is if you put your clothes inside it. So this one here, this... Um, what do you have to put inside the fertility statue to be cursed? Mm. <laughs> oh, God. Gotta make it fertile. <laughs> Gotta make it fertile. This website is so bright that it's like, it's blinding my face every time to pull it up. So I don't know if I'm going to pull up the notes here, boys. I don't know. Look at this. Look at this. Ah! <laughs> I don't know if I can get through this. Anyways, completely uh, washes out your hot dog tan. Yeah, it does. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta turn it way down. All right, all right. If I minimize the screen, it's not so bad. Anyways, uh, so this one is, it's got to be the oldest one, right? How old was King Tut? At least twenty. Get those, <laughs> get those when he died. I don't know. He was younger than that. Actually, when he died, wasn't he like fifteen? Anyways, that's well, not I the bet, question. I bet now. I bet now. Now, how old are the uh, pyramids? Also, at least twenty. You can't just throw. <laughs> like, I'm folks, we're all look like idiots. <laughs> we have we have done so much research to be such useless people of useless knowledge. This is knowledge that we're supposed to have. Uh, how old was King Tut's tomb? Is that even what you say? I don't uh, think that's how you so this it. Is, it's not, but I figured it out because Google is idiot proof for, for the for the most part. Uh, Three thousand years, so it was hidden for. So this is a little bit older than that. Actually, significantly older than that because this is 3500 BC. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, this thing is, is very, very old. So they dated it back to that. They discovered it actually a while ago too. It wasn't even like a recent discovery. They discovered it back in 1878. And basically throughout four generations, it killed multiple people. And some of these were not small families. So the first one killed a man and his wife and... I believe they had seven kids. No, it was so, just seven members. Sounds of like family. the fertility curse worked at first, though. Well, true. No, because they already had the kids when they got the statue. Oh, uh, yeah. So like yes, it did the opposite. <laughs> yeah, very fertile, very fertile family beforehand. But yeah, they uh, they all got wiped out. So this was Lord Lord Elfont. He was the first owner, and all seven members of his family died. So him probably his wife and five kids. That's what I would assume. They all died. It was all within six years of acquiring the statue. So some of these things like, like we we've dealt with this on curses before where it's like, you know, like he bought the curse painting and then 35 years later, he bought the <laughs> at age 105. You're like, I think that was the curse. I think that was just how life goes and death goes sometimes. So, but this was relatively fast and all of these are relatively fast, obviously in terms of, what we're talking about here, but six within six years, all seven people died. So then it went over to uh, Ivor, Min Ivor Minucci. He was the second one. Minucci. And, yeah. Within four years, his entire family died. So that's, if all this happens exactly the way that it is said that it happened, that is hard to dismiss as coincidence. The entire family. Yeah. I think so it's nice. even harder to, the fact that it happened in like a four-year period, in a six-year period, there's short amounts of time for every single member of the family to die unless they all, you know, unless they all die at once. Like if the whole family dies in a car accident or something, it's not unusual that they would all die in a shorter period of time. But for them to all die separately in different ways over the course of four to six years, that's like, it's too, it seems like too coincidental. It's heavy stuff. I mean, that's 
it's too fast. And then it's with multiple families. And this isn't even where the story ends. So the second, second family got it and they all died within four years. And then it goes to Lord Thompson Noel's family and um, his entire family also perished this time also within four years. So the time span could be getting shorter. Obviously this one is very similar to the previous one with four years within four years. We don't know if it's actually getting shorter, but they're both obviously shorter than six years. So seems like bigger family maybe took a little bit longer for all of them to die, but uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's wild. And then uh, for a while after that, I guess it disappeared. So we don't really know where it went for a while, but it ended That's up. Something we see with, with cursed possessions too, is there'll be a ton of havoc that it wreaks. It'll kill a whole bunch of people and then it will just disappear for a long period of time. Mm-hmm. It happened with uh, the Swansea devil disappeared for a while. Yep, that one, uh, a different one that I covered. I can't think of the name of it off the top of my head, but just disappeared for a while. The Hope Diamond did as well. Mm-hmm. That disappeared for a while as well. What what I find interesting about this one in particular is we're talking, the thing I always have an issue with, it's like, how did you pinpoint that that was the cursed possession? Like, because it, for example, the dresser, if that's, if that's, going from family to family that's not like an artifact that was found that's just something that was made in the 1800s i guess you could trace it but it it seems a little more far-fetched when we're talking about an item that was dug up right so this this item was dug up it was documented and then it went to a family it's being tracked a little bit better than something that was just like a, a bar stool that was made or something to that effect so I think these hold a little more credit because you are going to track which house it went to, where it's been, and then you start to see the devastation that's left behind on every house that it's been in. Does exactly. that make sense? It does, because this also makes it so like it's easier to pinpoint what is the cursed object. If an entire family is cursed and it turns out it's your spoons, who would have ever guessed it? You know what I mean? But if if it's a, a historical artifact, especially one that, that is this old, people know where it is. Like, oh, yeah, this prominent person bought it. This prominent family bought it. And now it's at their house. Oh, their whole entire family died. And then for some reason, someone keeps buying it. So you do wonder when did they make the connection that this is a cursed thing? And when did they figure out that it was a bad idea to have this in your house and around your family? And it seemed like the final family to own it uh, once people started dropping dead, the two sons up and picked it up and were like, we got to get rid of this thing. We've heard of what it does. This was, this was after it disappeared for a while? Yeah. So after it disappeared for a while, it ended up with Sir Alan Biverbrook. Well, I think that answers your previous question, which is like how, at what point do you realize that this is what's causing all the death? You have three or four families that get completely wiped out and then you have a whole bunch of dots Somebody connects those four dots to those four families or however many it was and says, oh, shit, it's this artifact that's been transferred to each family. Let's bury it. And that's where it disappears for all that time. Oh, maybe it went missing. I am curious to see how it got uncovered. And I see my assumption is somebody took it and just didn't and just didn't display it or tell anyone about it. And then it ended up in an auction or something. And that's how Biverbrook got it. It must be. It must have been, we don't know how this curse works exactly, but it's obviously, it's an artifact and it, it, it must have been selling for a good amount of money. 
and family right. are dying. Families are dying. It's getting auctioned off. And then maybe somebody just took it and maybe they stored it away in a warehouse or something mm. without even thinking. Cause this happens with antiques, right? Maybe they stored it away with their idea to open up a museum someday or some, something along those lines. Right. We're just speculating here, but maybe it was away from this guy's whole family and he didn't have it inside of his house. And maybe this is why this man or woman didn't end up dying from it. And then eventually maybe, or fuck it, maybe that person did die. Did die, yeah. And maybe it did end up back at auction again. And then this is how the Biverbrooks ended up with it. So with these ones, uh, it was Sir Alan Biverbrook and he, his wife, and both of his daughters all died. So you have another family of four. However, there were still two surviving sons. And these guys, um, they just took it and they just donated it to the Royal Scottish Museum in Edinburgh in Scotland. So just another reason for Scotland to be haunted. Edinburgh, we've talked about it plenty of times before. Very haunted yeah. place. And now apparently that's where that statue sits it, to this day. I thought it was pronounced Edinburgh. 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 But it wasn't done. The curator who handled it also died. So yeah. it's just <laughs> way to go. Yeah. So it's in that museum. At what price? No mas curator. That's very unfortunate. So this thing, um, there's so many of these curses that we've done where I'm like, yeah, I'd give it a go. <laughs> you know, I think even like the Annabelle doll, which is widely regarded as potentially one of the most cursed items in the world. You know what I mean? Like, like I don't know if I would go, I wouldn't be disrespectful, but I would go visit that doll and, and, um, you know, you want to obey the rules when you're at these kinds of places, but I don't find that one particularly intimidating to me. Like, I think I think I would I would go experience the Annabelle doll. I wouldn't break the rules. I wouldn't go touching the thing, you know. But Throwing I'm just saying, it up in the air like a small child and catching it and saying, "We, that's not that's not your game plan for the Annabelle doll." I appreciate that was what the Annabelle doll wanted, right? All it wanted to do was be accepted and just become be treated like a person. Pretty sure that's how that one went. So. uh but this one in particular, it just seems like don't even bother. It does look very silly. It's a silly looking object, but it just looks like an ancient artifact, you know? Well, that's and, what people looked like back in 3000 BC. Yes, they were shaped like maple leaves. <laughs> I don't know, but it's, it's, one of those, it's one of those things where it's like, <laughs> I don't even, I, I would like to see it from a distance, but I wouldn't, I would never like touch something like this. It's just, the risk is too high. And obviously this thing has a very deadly record of wiping out entire families and basically touched. It seems like it killed like everyone that got their hands on it. Now, I don't know who discovered this thing. It was 1878. So it's quite a long time ago. I don't know what the fate was of the people who discovered it, but I would say, you know, just, just due to its track record alone, better, better leave this one alone. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night, ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga, Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Hmm. What are your we don't know like the origin of the actual curse. No, like, what the curse? I mean, is, they they don't know why. No, it's 30, 3,500 BC. That's a very long time ago to have any sort of origin story. But I don't think there were. I don't think it was. The, Bible, the Bible's about that old. 
Well, it was um, unearthed in Cyprus in 1870. I, I don't. I don't know. I don't think it. When it says unearthed, it sounds like they just dug it up. I don't know if it was inside of a tomb or a crypt or anything like that. But right. with those, like with some of the ancient Egyptian tombs, you have hieroglyphs and you have texts that you can kind of connect these curses back to and stuff like that. But this doesn't appear to have any of that kind of stuff. And it doesn't really have markings on it. It just kind of looks like it has some scratches in it, but there's no verbiage. This is tough to, uh, yeah, to I would, to anything. I would surmise that if it came out of a tomb or something like that, then we'd know about it and we'd know exactly. a lot more about it. So it probably was just unearthed some archeological find or something. We also don't know if it was, so we just know what it did from the 1870s on. This is also one of those ones where maybe the curse was active back in 3000, 4000 BC. And that's why it was buried. People were like, fuck this thing. And then they just went and buried it to try to get rid of the curse. That's a great point. Yeah. This thing could have been wreaking havoc all over the place. So mm-hmm. some things are better left buried and i'm sure all four of those families plus the poor museum curator in edinburgh would agree <laughs> that um i thought we were about to get a pet cemetery um quote there some things are better left dead yeah yeah this is one that i'm sure that they they wish that they left it buried underground so no sorry sometimes dead is better is, <laughs> is the quote i think well done well done that has to be the most quoted movie on this show is pet cemetery the original oh, right absolutely so you don't want to go no, over there by that there fertility statue don't go near that fertility statue so they nickname it the goddess of death certainly earned its name and it's just yeah it's it's a big old nope from me it's a big old i believe that this is a curse we're talking about entire families so where do you guys mark this one it's a big nope from me it's a big i'm not messing with this thing i think this is probably one of the more terrifying and authentic cursed items that we've dealt with. That's where I'm at on this. Where are you guys at on this one? I don't disagree that it's terrifying and I don't disagree that I'm with you with, I probably wouldn't mess with this one either. I just think like on a lot of these, you can write so many of the deaths off as obvious coincidence, like you joked about earlier, but this one, I think it's so weird that every family member dies within such a short period of time for every single, and I don't think the curse missed either. I think every single family it hit, it wiped out the whole family, right? Except so for the last one. Where's the, the last one? Kids donated it before they died as well. They so. are probably dead now though, I would assume at this point. Most likely. Most likely. Yeah. So curse lives. I for one am not going near this thing because I do not want to die and I also don't want kids. So that's a double whammy for me. Yeah, what if you go to near it and all of a sudden, boom. Fertility Rob, then you're pregnant. Yeah. Who would have thought? Yeah. <laughs> what a twist. So let us know what you think. Is this one of the most deadly? Is this the most deadly cursed object? Do you believe in it? Let us know in the comments below or send us a message. Join up on Discord. Let us know what you think about the goddess of death, the women from Lem. I find it weird that that's pluralized, but that's kind of how they have it written here in this article that I'm looking at. So not the woman from Lem, the women from Lem. One statue though. So could it be a typo? Could it be a real curse? Find out next time on Hometown Ghost Stories. I think I'll pretty much do it. Anything else, gentlemen? That'll do it for me. Very good. Uh, If you like the show, best way to support the show is Patreon. The other good way and the free way to support the show is leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. 
or drop a comment on Spotify if you don't have Apple Podcasts. But do leave us a review. We do need as many as you can. Also, we have a brand new YouTube channel. So if you're if you're watching this on YouTube now, check out HTGS Reviews. That's where we're going to be uploading all of our horror movie reviews as well as other reviews, you know, TV series, horror video games. We'll be doing some booktube stuff, so reviewing some horror books as well. So um, definitely swing over. The link will be down below in the chat to, um, or in the, the show notes to subscribe to that channel. Do so right now. It's looking sad and thin and brand new, and it's in its infancy. So be sure to drop over. Drop a subscribe on HTGS Reviews. Our patrons for our VIPs, we have Allison V, Dakota G, Jeannie R, Jennifer P, Lisa J, Mike Oubliette, Blake, Mom and Pops W, Robert H, and Inspires Gaming. Thank you so much for being VIPs. For the Warrens Wards, we have Amby Rose, Anna C, Kath Q, Chris C, Cody G, DC, Donnie N, Elizabeth Young, Lily, Jake V, Janice G, Marfire, Matthew T, Papa Squash, Rachel B. We have Sarah Cook, Steph A of the Church of the Stephanies, Stitch Kitten, Sydney B, the other Rachel B. Thank you so much. And for the Ghost Pirate Mafia, we have Al Capone. We have Al Capone's allegedly poorly clothed folding bed. We have Al Capone's allegedly poorly taxidermied wife, Alicia Espinoza, Anthony Carrick. I almost got through it. Anthony, character limits be damned. T, Ashley M, Brandon W. We have Brennan, aka Madge Archibald Butt. Just recently changed again. <laughs> yep, Cat McSlugs. Major. Colby 0204, Crystal Quinn, Huska. Huska. Huggy Bear, Joe R, Kiralee J, Michaela T, Mina H, Mariah M, Murder Cow, Nick, Nuthouse Queen. We have Paul from St. Louis, Pork, Sam from Pork. the Paul, Sarah R, Scotty L, Solar Flare, and the Big Spag. Nasty. Thank you so much for being members on Patreon. $3 a month, ad-free episode, early access to disasters just like this, as well as uh, a lot of bonus content coming out in Halloween season, spooky season. October is coming. Winter is coming. And uh, yeah, it is spooky season, so get ready for it. Anyways, I think that'll pretty much do it. Anything else, gentlemen? That's it for me. Cool, cool. All right, we'll see you guys next time for another episode of Hometown Ghost Stories. <laughs>